0: Welcome everybody to the Sweat the Small Stuff Podcast. This is your host, Ethan, back from the dead, with my co-host, also back from the dead, TJ. What's up, my man? How you doing?
1: I'm conflicted, man.
0: <laughs> so you're back from the dead? Trying to stay no, dead?
1: no. This is uh, unrelated to the amazing intro you've just given me. Uh, okay. I've got a, a notification now that my my laptop is is ready to update upgrade to windows 11 i just You're trying to bail on us for a windows I'm, update i don't know if i'm ready for windows 11 you know what i mean it's like uh you know <laughs> i thought you, you were meme where it's just like daniel and cooler daniel like windows yeah. 10 is daniel windows 11 is cooler daniel but like am i cool enough for cooler daniel i don't know
0: I thought you were like trying to bail on this podcast recording so you could update your windows. Like, hey man, I'm conflicted. Like I wanna hang out, but I also want the new windows. So I gotta Yo, bail. Doug.
1: <laughs> I know you just hit record, but like let me do an operating system update real quick. Dog just you know, just a quick <laughs> in and out, man. Five, ten. I was minutes like,
0: man, I'm finding out where I like rank on your priorities list real quick.
1: <laughs> I will say it's uh the operating system debacle is a very close second to this. So yeah. Uh, yes. still, still, hashtag me, blessed.
0: Me and Windows 11, like neck and neck, battling for that 245th spot.
1: I <laughs> guess that uh, cooler Daniel, you know.
0: Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Uh, well, hey, low audience, uh, we are we are here in Portland. We're Lindor, still
1: here. We're you can't keep us down. Here, Windows 10.
0: We've been gone for a long time, for a variety of le- reasons, including laziness. And also life, and also a couple times we were just like, "Whoa, there's too much news happening right now. I need a minute." And then that extended for like a month continuously. <laughs> but we're back.
1: Yeah. But we're back.
0: And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. That's my chance to rapper impression. Uh, all right. Well,
1: I and mean, this a lot is of the Windows needs- eleven version of the podcast because we are upgraded and we are updated and we are up to date and we are here to update you
0: i love it i love it we're updating y'all on your nfl news on your boxing news sometimes other sports news that's what we do here
1: sometimes other sports also
0: but priorities nfl and boxing and that's what sweat the small stuff does and uh nfl went off the last couple of weeks drama wise like yeah
1: i feel like i've been reading tabloids but it's all revolving uh, NFL players and teams and and drama. Uh, this is like uh, the spiciest like new like during the season news uh, stretch of time we've had in a long time.
0: Yeah, uh, if 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 you know me and you've listened to this podcast somewhat consistently over the years, uh, you would you would know that. <laughs> I, I enjoy being a fan of the Green Bay Packers and uh, have been a fan of uh, their their fearless leader, Aaron Rodgers, A.A. Ron. Uh, and man, he, uh, <sighs> he burned some bridges this last two weeks. Uh, so, yeah, it turns out he's uh, never been vaccinated, kind of misled everybody with some not lies but not truths, saying that he was immunized. But not. Vaccinated. to
1: directly speak the truth, which, according to Aaron Rodgers, is not a lie. But according to most people who understand how question and answers work, uh, those people, uh, and I am among them, believe that what he did was considered lying.
0: Yeah, apparently he was, a uh, think, close contact and then contracted COVID uh, while he was at a, a Halloween party dressed as John Wick which at the time I thought was a super badass costume. Uh, but now, now I'm conflicted. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, no no longer stoked on that. But, uh, yeah, then uh, he basically got, got outed as uh, never having been vaccinated because all of a sudden <laughs> he had to follow the protocols of an NFL player that was not vaccinated and then gets COVID-19. Just like uh, I think last year we found out Co- Cam Newton was not vaccinated for the same reason when all of a sudden he couldn't play for the Patriots. Um, we got that with Aaron now.
1: I've got a lot of gripes about this, and uh, we're, we're probably not going to, A, scratch the surface of, of no. the implications of this, or B, uh, <laughs> not say too many things that are that are new, but uh, just just so that our loyal audience can understand our takes on this. This is my take. Uh, he said that he w- he was apparently reportedly furious that his vaccination status leaked. Makes no sense to me.
0: Which it doesn't make
1: sense. Me. Yeah. I how, No, <laughs> it didn't leak that you had to follow the protocol of somebody who is not vaccinated, and that being public news is not a leak.
0: Yeah, Uh, and I don't know. My my view is that the when you're you're saying that you're doing your own research, which is probably never a good idea for anybody to publicly say. uh, When you're citing your sources, you shouldn't probably be citing Doctor Joe Rogan as your medical authority. My good friend Joe Rogan. (laughs) Oh man,
1: yeah. Or if you ever if you ever say the phrase. In my opinion, it's not rooted in science. Uh you know, you're just not. You're not doing
0: yeah. it. Yeah. So anyway, I uh I still like the Packers, but I don't know. <laughs> I think uh I think I'm, uh, I'm not hashtag not my quarterback. I'm on the <laughs> let's go Jordan Love train. <laughs> that's well, that's my guy.
1: What's going to happen now? I mean the the fallout from this is that there's not going to be any fallout from this. Because, no, Packers against. Guess what? Aaron Rodgers is still the reigning MVP, and mm. he's having a a fantastic uh, season. In fact, uh, recently, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to the most recent around the NFL podcast, the one from two days ago with uh, Cynthia Freeland. She's the one with the uh, she's the one who runs like all of the algorithms to to predict like the outcome of the season. Her algorithm predicted still that the Packers are uh, a major favorite to make the Super Bowl. Um, of course, that assumes Aaron Rodgers is under center, yes. and I don't see any reason why he won't be. And that's just what kind of sucks.
0: No, the only reason I could see that he wouldn't be is if like Jordan Love pissed. was good. Well, yeah, which is—he looks like a, a rookie quarterback out there. Like you know, he doesn't look like the worst rookie quarterback I've ever seen, but he looks like a rookie quarterback. If that makes sense. Well, Whereas, he put Aaron up seven Rutgers, points
1: MVP. against arguably the worst defense in the league, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. So I mean, you look you with you look that at information, what you will?
0: Yeah. Well, I've. I've I've looked at a lot of pro packers propaganda over this so I would say if you look at the first NFL starts for many great hall of fame quarterbacks you would see similarly poor stats from their very first NFL start um so that's that's where I would I would lead you to look at some stats for people like Peyton Manning and such in their first NFL regular season games. You're
1: going gonna to put Jordan Love in in the same category as like yeah, John gonna L.A., and Peyton gonna throw my boy's name in the dirt. I'm going to stand
0: up for him a little bit. Jay Love's vaccinated, bro. And they did his mom dirty. Did you see where they put his I mom I did see it. The worst oh seats God. in the house, baby. She's just like up in the fucking nosebleeds with a bunch of Chiefs fans. Oh, man. Poor mama Love. You know she's been to every one of his games, even like since he's been in the NFL, just sitting on the bench. Mama love is is the truth. Um, so that's that's I Feel like she maybe feelings.
1: would have converted to being a Chiefs fan at the end of that game. I'm just saying. Uh,
0: all right, moving Ooh. along, sir. Moving along. Uh, we got some uh, Cameron Newton news. Uh, he, you know, we mentioned how I don't know if he ever got the jab, but he just got a job, and uh, he is wow. now. Wow,
1: that was great. <laughs> I got to give you – that was – I'm not even angry. That was – Yeah.
0: Uh, Cam Newton just signed with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, you got for a $10 million contract for just this one season. And uh, Panthers, they were, they were obviously in a bad spot. Uh, I think Sam Darnold, who was just god-awful this year, uh, aside from the first, like, two games, he is now injured, I hear, and out for a significant period. So they, I think, are – even though the Panthers signed his fifth-year option, um, Mr. Darnold, I think they're just m- mentally moving on and just throwing him as another bad idea and just being like, hey, Cam, we're sorry. Come on back. <laughs> like, we love your, your dual threat ability, even though you might not be able to throw the ball more than 30 yards anymore.
1: He's like, but it's still a dual threat, right? Like, my arm strength. And they're like, yay. Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, a lot got, of slant
1: routes. You definitely have two arms.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, so you know we got we got Cam back in Carolina, back where he's back home. I hope it works out. I don't think the Panthers have any shot of being contenders this year still. I don't know. We'll we'll see. You know, the, the boys are the boys are back in town with Cam the now. The
1: boys but... back in town. And you know who's really upset about this? I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, back in the off season when cam Newton was running that camp for yeah uh, up and coming yeah you know like, youngsters you know, this, and yeah, uh, youth camp. He, he had that that heated exchange with that that youngster in mm-hmm. question where Where's he was basically saying you're I'll washed up Dad. and uh cam Newton's response was I'm rich I'm rich <laughs> I'm rich yeah he gets to add this 10 million dollars on t- to the top of that I'm rich. And uh, I hope he just DMs that kid's parents and just says, guess what? Still rich.
0: Still rich, baby. Just writes it in that terrible, terrible uh, Instagram font that he has.
1: I will say, I will say that uh, I have been on the record, staunchly on the record as a non-Sam Darnold apologist. Uh, Whatever the opposite of an apologist is, that is what I am to Sam Darnold. And you know what? Looking at the statistics historically, he is yeah. among the worst quarterbacks to ever gosh dang do it in the amount of yep. starts that he's had. Uh, suck it, anybody who's ever apologized for Sam Darnold. I am not among you, and I shun you. I uh,
0: I don't know, man. I probably like I know we've we've had this debate many times. I know I've taken the uh, the the angels advocate. I feel like you're the devil's advocate here. Like fuck Sam Darnold. Now. Uh, Now, I mean, you know, I'm just looking back, like I was on the wrong side of that debate. Um, But yeah, you know, I was somebody that liked Arnold back in his like USC years in college. He was one of the guys that was like, maybe he was a good quarterback. And the the Jets just are one of those places where anybody goes to die, which I still contend is true. Um, But
1: it just so happened the Jets weren't the only reason he wasn't well.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, Looking at Zach Wilson there now, that's just where hopes and dreams go to wither away, uh, New York. But um, no, he was just probably not a not an NFL starting caliber talent anyway. So you live and you learn. You live and you learn. We move on. The Jets now have Mr. Mike White. The Panthers are back with uh, Cameron Newton, and probably looking towards the draft this year or next. And uh, time goes on, and so does our podcast.
1: And we and we remain.
0: Uh, the free agency news though was not uh, limited to Cam Newton alone this week. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. essentially forced his way out of Cleveland, where he's. Odell been.
1: Beckham Jr.'s father forced Odell Beckham Jr. out of. <laughs> out yeah, of Cleveland. Through,
0: through social media. I think uh, I didn't follow that aspect of the too carefully. Uh, so, if you if you want to jump in and give us some background on this situation, that'd be wonderful.
1: All right, so. Anybody who has been watching Browns football this year has probably noticed that Odell Beckham Jr., uh, the uh, once great wide receiver uh, of the New York football giants, was not getting any uh, attention, not much attention at all, no chemistry, basically no target from Baker Mayfield. And uh, his father decided to take to Twitter to post a video uh, along with the song, Everybody Hurts. Everybody Hurts. I'm trying to, by R.E.M., uh, basically showing all of the times that Odell Beckham Jr. was wide open and was not targeted. Uh, so that maybe was the straw that broke the camel's back. The Browns basically excused Odell Beckham Jr. from practice, and uh, he's became a free agent as a result. And now, Ethan, you can, you can hit us with the big news.
0: Boom! Odell Beckham Jr. is a member of the Los Angeles Rams. Come on down, L.A., baby. Uh, yeah, nope. he was placed on waivers, and then nobody picked him up because he said, nobody picked me up. I'm going to go where I want.
1: Uh, so this is not the most – this is – Sean McVay, it has just been getting like massive, I will call them gets. He's Maybe. just been getting like a lot of gets lately. Uh, yeah. We talked about, did we even talk about Von Miller? No. How long has it just happened like,
0: that was post-Halloween. So oh that happened the last two weeks.
1: I have already like wept and that, gotten that, over it already. That occurred uh, because of the
0: Halloween party. The famous Halloween party that we have centered multiple podcast episodes around.
1: Most of my life has been about defending Von Miller's Halloween party. But I digress uh we failed to to discuss von miller's halloween party and i i believe Cursed. that maybe it set some bad juju out into the yeah. atmosphere and now von miller is a member of the los angeles rams organization Cursed. so uh he's he's got he's the sack leader since entering the league uh i think he's like the fourth best sack leader right now of this season uh sack task a ankle sprain and now he's he's a ram, which is crazy. And now Odell Beckham Jr. is a Ram. So of Sean McVay on behalf of everybody who's not a fan of the Rams, I have this to say. You can't keep getting away with it.
0: Uh, I love it. I just wanna
1: keep getting away with it.
0: I just want to talk about this the absurdity of how much the Von Miller Halloween party has played a a part in our following the NFL for the last few years. Like, just background, Von Miller, and I think the NFL as a whole, like, players-wise, just love Halloween. Like, everyone gets super into it, and Von Miller goes over the top with really extravagant team Halloween parties for the Denver Broncos. And a few years ago, I want to say, like, 2018, maybe? 2017? No, it would have been at least 2018. So, like, Halloween 2018, I think. Uh, Chad Swag... It was 2018. Thank you. Chad Swag Kelly uh, was attending Von Miller's Halloween party and dressed as Woody from Toy Story and then just blacked out.
1: Just got so absolutely faded.
0: He He wandered into a home that was not his own home after the party. He walked into somebody's house and just... A
1: layperson would call this a stranger's home.
0: Stranger's house. And he just crashed on their couch. And then uh, just the the homeowner like prodded him awake with like a baseball bat or something. It was like, what the hell are you doing in my house? They
1: they tried to get him out of the house, off of their couch. Uh, I'm not aware of how belligerently he refused, but apparently... The level of belligerence was enough to warrant uh, bearing arms. And the arms that these homeowners decided to bear was a vacuum cleaner extension tube. That's what I was thinking Uh, of. So they they then struck him with the vacuum cleaning extension tube. He's arrested. Uh, He's got a mugshot. You just Google Chad Kelly. The top hit is his mugshot. Uh, his, His face looks like a backslash. If you see the photo, you know what I'm talking about. And
0: now's uh, the what, last we what saw tickled man.
1: us. What tickled us particularly was how, after the fact, everybody remotely involved with the party and with Chad Kelly just could not say enough how much that it was not von Miller's party's fault. Do not no blame one, von Miller's Halloween party for Chad Kelly's uh, kerfuffle.
0: No one wants the par- the good times to end in Denver on Halloween. And this party obviously goes on every year. Von Miller has been with the Broncos for darn near a decade at this point. I think he's like draft class of 2012. And uh, I assume this party has been going on since very early into his career. And he's just like made it his own. Uh, This past year, he uh, got really into it and was just like, hey.
1: Hold on. on. So this past year, uh, it is rumored that because of the. Denver Broncos' uh, losing streak, he kind of told his teammates, hey, I think I'm just going to back off the party this year. We need to focus on winning. But the team was like, Von Miller, this is your Halloween party, man. You got to throw the Halloween party.
0: Love Halloween. And then, Quavo. <laughs> so, and then he was like, well... Not
1: talking, like, these aren't just like crazy. He's literally paying... Six figures, like yeah. like upwards of one hundred plus thousand dollars to throw these parties. Getting one of the Migos in to, to so perform live. When the news broke that Von Miller was traded, uh, the rumor mill started and uh, people started talking. Well, apparently, yeah, you go After uh, informing his teammates that he intended to cancel the Halloween party, they convinced him, "No, Von, you got to have the party. Don't blame the party, Von." So then Von Miller said, essentially, well, if y'all want me to throw this party, you're going to have to throw down. Cheban. You're going to have to help wow. me pay for it. And everyone else said, no. <laughs> oh, man.
0: Yeah, uh, What? Uh, I can't was believe was Teddy gonna, didn't just come Vernon in.
1: And that because of his teammates' failure to support him in his Halloween party, that he had to get out and is now among a contending team
0: is this all teddy bridgewater's fault for not for not just opening up his wallet elway's who's who's to blame
1: I'll tell you who's not to blame vaughn miller's halloween party
0: yep uh i think last year we had a vaughn miller halloween party podcast special we should have done it this year we talked about doing it this year we got we let it get away from ourselves and uh we let the curse fester and here we are Boxing news. Uh, let's dive into that. Also, the Raiders imploded.
1: Gonna... Hold on, hold on. I got one. You ready? Uh, so, our egos and our confidence has taken a hit. But not like the hit from the story <laughs> we're about to bring up. Boxing news. I
0: boxing don't... news, baby. Not Canelo, that. everybody's favorite Mexican fighter, defeated.
1: <laughs> Mexican fighter.
0: Mexican fighter. He uh, he beat Caleb Plant in uh, the eleventh round in the MGM Casino uh, Stadium in Las Vegas, and uh, it was an incredible fight. I enjoyed many brews uh, while watching it with you, TJ, and uh, I lost a bet to you on when the knockout would occur. I foolishly confidently just said ninth round. Here it comes. the The fight kept going. <laughs> And, uh, it and went gained, until the eleven.
1: uh, gained, gained a fan in me that, oh, yeah. uh, mad respect to his chin, to his, uh, his just boxing ability. Yeah. He's, he's got a he's fan fantastic story. Uh, it was hard for me to, to root against him. Mm-hmm. If only if he was facing pretty much anyone other than arguably the, the best boxer today, uh, arguably the pound for pound best boxer in the world, and now undisputed uh, light heavyweight champion of the world, then I would have been in his corner. But oh, you can't bet against Canelo.
0: He is. I mean, in my eyes, obviously that means nothing. But the Ring Magazine ranks Canelo as the pound for pound king. I think they're a decent authority on the rankings there. And it's he's good got enough
1: for Ring Magazine. It's good enough for me.
0: He's got Dana White watching his fight while a UFC match is going on five feet in front of Dana White. Uh, Thug Rose was defending her UFC belt against uh, I, I don't know her, her first name, but I think uh, oh shoot, let me let me pull this up. I don't want to get the name wrong. Uh, let's see. It starts with a W. It's
1: Rose Namayunis versus uh, Wiley Chang.
0: Okay, yeah, Wiley Chang. All right, so. Doug Rose was having a rematch against Wiley Chang. And uh, instead of paying full attention to that, Dana White had a laptop open in front of him with the Canelo fight on because he put down 100 grand, I think, on it. And he was uh, standing, he put 100 grand on Canelo and won 40 grand off the fight because the odds were terrible. And everyone knew Canelo was going to win. But he won 40 grand. So he wanted to pay more attention to that fight or at least equal attention to that. And his own UFC fight happening in front of him in person—that's the power of Canelo Alvarez. Amazing fight, and uh, I enjoyed every second of it. What will Canelo do next? Whatever the hell Canelo wants, might go up to one seventy-five, might hang on to his belts, do some fights in Mexico. Who knows?
1: I will say, uh, I don't think he will go up to one seventy-five. I be bulky
0: for him. He's only like five five nine, five seven, something like that. Yeah, F7, he's seven. I he's not a say.
1: not a big guy. A tall. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's not a very tall guy. He has an incredibly
0: wide. large chest. I feel like his chest is like three times the size of mine, but
1: yeah, I mean, he he was a a welterweight at some point, and he worked his way all the way up to light heavyweight, which mm-hmm. is why he's considered you know the best pound for pound. Yeah. Uh, going up to one seventy five would just be maybe too much.
0: We'll see. We'll see what he does next. Um, someone who does know what they're doing next, at least in the immediate future, is uh, Jacobus Paul. Jake Paul, the the famous uh, exhibitionist fighter, is fighting a real boxing match against a real rank. Well, not ranked, but real boxer. Somebody who has a a famous last name in a boxing family. Uh, Tommy Fury, that last fought on Jake Paul's undercard when he beat Tyrone Woodley in Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, they signed a deal to fight this December, I think, on the 18th location. I'm not sure. Uh, but they uh, they will be fighting. Tommy Fury will have heavyweight champion of the world and his older brother, Tyson Fury, half-brother, uh, training him in his corner and threatening him with uh, losing all support if he loses this fight to to the Paul, uh, Jake Paul,
1: Tommy losing Fury. the family name
0: really quick. Yeah, uh, the Furies... The Tyson Fury and their father, uh, Mr. Fury, have said that if uh, Tommy loses this fight, he has to take up celebrity dancing or something, and they will no longer consider him his son, their son, their brother. And uh, I think Jake Paul has also made some like ridiculous additions to the contract that if uh, Tommy loses the fight, he has to change his name to Tommy Fumbles for a year. Wow,
1: I mean, we already talked about REM's "Everybody Hurts." Uh, you know, this is just reminiscent of REM's "Losing My Religion," but like replace religion with family. Yeah, and that's what's on the line for Tommy Fury.
0: But if he wins, he gets like a one and a half mil. So, and
1: he he gets to, I guess, continue being a professional boxer.
0: Yeah. It's crazy, like, you would go from that to probably making, like, 50k a fight or something, maybe. I don't know, like, what the unranked fighters make, if they're, like, a big name. But it can't be nearly, anywhere nearly that much money.
1: I I will consider this for Tommy Fury to be perhaps a win-win. Because if he loses, he still makes more money than, like, 99% of anybody who enters professional boxing. Yeah. Just off of this one fight. And, uh, you know, if he wins, then, uh, you know, he can call himself or he can continue to call himself a real fighter. And, uh, I don't know, maybe fight some respectable folks. Yeah. Going back to,
0: uh, the Canelo opponents, uh, there's kind of a common thing right now. It's just like, once you fight Canelo, do you even bother keep going? Like Billy Joe Saunders, he fought Canelo and lost back in the springtime in May, I think. And he hasn't fought since. Now, obviously, he, like, destroyed his eye and his, like, socket. So there's a medical thing that maybe he just won't, <laughs> won't come back ever. But also, he made $8 million off of the fight through his, like, person pay-per-view shares. And Caleb now, Plant. Now, I'm not a
1: financial analyst, but I think most people could probably retire off of $8 million. Most
0: people could. Uh, yeah, I'd probably, like, half that. Um, but uh, Caleb Plant. He's probably going to make similar, you know, numbers like eight to 10 million somewhere in there for his share of this. And uh, if he kept fighting other fighters, no, you said he's going to keep going. He said, I'll be back. But uh, I think like his last purse before this fight, like his last title fight, he got like 750,000. So it's a big drop down big drop down like less you know you're getting a tenth of what you were getting before when you're well the one time you had your career fight that you'll never get again um
1: but unless you won it which of course he he was never he not. going to win it
0: he did not um so yeah we'll see what happens I, I feel like triple g is is screaming for him to get like a third giant purse off of fighting canelo <laughs> so we'll see who canelo grace is next um that's our that's our boxing talk uh going to some hockey Check in on hockey. as our hockey. Pacific Let's Pacific thing? It's the resurgence of the Pacific Division this year. They took a year off, and uh this year we got the Seattle Kraken in there. And uh how are they doing? I just tried to Google it, and I accidentally Google Pacific Rose Apple.
1: They're not great. Oh, they wow. You got? If you
0: tried a Pacific Rose Apple before, are they I crisp? Not.
1: Uh, I. You're talking about the I Kraken. Stick with like Honey Crisp apples.
0: Mm. So the, the Kraken, are they in the Pacific Division? Yes. What am I looking at here? I'm looking at the Pacific Division rankings, and I'm seeing the Oilers aren't in it anymore, are they?
1: Yes, they are. Are they? Yes. Wait. In fact, okay. they're leading the Pacific Division.
0: What am I looking at? I must be looking Hentland, at the wrong conference.
1: Uh, I'm looking
0: at, uh, you know what? The, the The phone screen was not... Just large enough to show me the bottom-dwelling teams where the the Kraken reside in the Pacific Division. The the Kraken are doing so poorly that Google didn't think I'd care. So it looks like the Pacific Division goes Oilers, Flames, Ducks, Kings, Sharks, Golden Knights, go Knights, Canucks, and then the Kraken. So not yeah, only it's not there.
1: a good look for our crackheads right now. Uh, you know they're Nine brand points. new. They are uh, just really just not having a great time. Their you know, point differential right now is negative eight. Uh, yikes. They're currently on a two game losing streak.
0: Who's who's thinking for? Who Who's the number one guy in the draft this year?
1: <laughs>
0: is there is it too early? Is it too early to tank?
1: I. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And it showed draft prospects 20 is it the too season's... early
1: for a team's very first season ever to tank? very first
0: month in their very first season i uh, think the golden
1: knights maybe just spoiled people uh, as an expansion team themselves the vegas yeah. golden knights came in and what won everything first year mm-hmm. and, and then uh, they were like back in been... the chip like one two years later They've been at right. the top, at or near the top ever since. I mean, uh, the Oilers right now in the Pacific Division got, a, they're up 10 wins off two losses, but the Blames, Ducks, Kings, Sharks, Golden Knights all have uh, seven wins save for the Kings with their eight wins and five losses. Like this, it's not like running away from anybody, really. Uh, the only person, the only team it's running away from, really, is the the Kraken. Uh, however, they're not faring as poorly as the Central Division equivalent the Coyotes, who have one win and eleven losses, ah, so, they, uh, so they get the top spot. Suck from it, off. Coyotes! You are shittier than the crackheads, yeah. and uh, you probably eat Red Delicious apples, despite the fact that Honeycrisp, Gala, and Fuji apples are superior.
0: Fuji, Fuji for Fuji, uh, number one.
1: Fuji. If you per... eat Red Delicious, then fuck you.
0: <laughs> uh, per Sporting News. The number one prospect in the NHL 2022 draft is uh, a guy named Shane Wright, who's a, a center for the Kingston Frontenacs in the OHL. So uh, I'm guessing that's like the Ontario Hockey League. That's my my best guess there. So uh, I don't know, tank for Shane. Let's go. Let's go.
1: His uh, name's Shane what?
0: Shane Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T, I believe.
1: There's only one person who can write this ship for the Kraken. Ayo.
0: Let's get it. Let's get it. I want them. 2022 is
1: our year. I don't want to be wrong.
0: I want that 2023 Stanley Cup on our mantle. All right. Otherwise, last bit of news. Cricket. Y'all hear that? Cricket.
1: (laughs) Cricket. Uh, crickets like the r- sound effects r- like the insects what's going on here
0: your, your your inner conscience uh jiminy uh so i wanted to bring this story out because uh since our last podcast i uh you know I, I i've got my day job and i was just working and sometimes i get calls from unknown numbers that i just answer to just screw with a uh you know robo dial or something like that or maybe you get a telemarketer uh one day I, it was it was a human person i, I picked up the phone and you know i was i was thinking about screwing with them, but uh it was just like oh you know i just want to move on i, I heard this guy like try to give me a spiel like hey calling about your extended car warranty yada yada. And i'm like hey man not interested um so you have a great day i'm just about to hang up and he's like wait 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 man uh what he's like you watching the game
1: i'm like i'm, I'm sorry he's like you're watching the match uh do you understand that it is uh 2 p.m. on a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah it's like exactly. It's like 2
0: p.m. on a work day. I'm just, you know, doing my thing, and I, I'm curious. I, I like sports, and this guy's just bringing something out of the blue. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, yeah, it's the middle of the day. What, what could be possibly happening? And I'm like, what, what match? He's like World Cup, bro. So he's like breaking out a bro on me, and I'm just like, all right, you know, he's, he's pulling at my heartstrings World here. World Cup, bro. Yeah, World Cup, bro. And I'm just like, uh, oh. What, what, what are we talking? What World Cup? He's like, you know, come on. I'm like, who's playing? He's like, Pakistan. I'm like, all right, man, let me let me Google this. But as I'm like trying to Google Pakistan World Cup, the line goes dead. I think it's like boss came up and was just like, you know, what the hell are you doing? Why aren't you selling some extended warranty scams? Like, why are you actually just talking to somebody? So I lost him. But uh, as he hung up on me, my Google search popped up that it was the cricket World Cup. And Pakistan was a major player. I think they like beat Afghanistan that day, which was tight. Uh, I, was, I was standing for PAC hard, but uh, they didn't pull through. And we are now in the finals of the Cricket World Cup. The championship match is on the 14th. So mark your calendars. And uh, New Zealand and Australia playing for the world title. Oh, so my God. Oh, my God, now Australia looks to be the significant favorite. I saw they have like a 59% chance of winning per Google. So it's like when you're playing fantasy football and you see the little bar like, you have a this percent chance of winning the game. They're like, Australia, they got this in the bag. They're going to win by like five wickets, which apparently is a thing in cricket. So uh, get hyped. All I right. guess Australia is the team to beat. It's been a minute.
1: Uh, I think it's time for a sweaty bet.
0: A sweaty bet. I'm into it, Let's do it, a man. sweaty
1: bet on the cricket game.
0: You you pulling for New Zealand? Do I get the favorite? You pick whoever you want. Oh, snap, man. Well, I, I saw some insider knowledge of that New Zealand's batsman, Devin Conway, is out with a broken hand. So uh, I'm gonna I'm going to ride that vibe train. I'm going to say that's going to be tough for them to overcome. I'm going to take Australia. I'm going with the numbers. I'm going with Vegas.
1: You know what? I've never eaten a kangaroo, and I'm not about to root for anyone who has. Let's go, New Zealand!
0: You're going for the Kiwis? Let's go! All right. All right, we got a sweaty bet. Let's see who wins this Cricket World Cup. And that's our sports news, guys. Uh, before we go, you got anything you want to recommend, TJ? I do. Uh, what
1: you got? Uh, I've got an album by a band called CU Space Cowboy. All one word. It is a reference to the popular anime series Cowboy Bebop, uh, which a live-action version is about to drop on Netflix at some point. I don't know what the quality of that will be. However, Cowboy Bebop is dope. Almost as dope as CU Space Cowboy's most recent album called The Romance of Affliction. Um, It's just straight just the nastiest grimiest like metal chord this side of the year 2007 i've it's just given me a blast of the past it's more polished but the sound it feels like it came right out of that era but in a much more polished way Uh, i don't know how to describe it but if anybody has ever liked music from that era you give this album a listen to and it will send you right back to where you were the first time you heard this kind of music see you space cowboy 2021 album The romance affliction
0: all right see you space cowboy into it uh i'll i'll throw out a uh album as well more like a musician that i came across in the last couple of weeks that just has like a lot of uh catchy like they just get stuck in my head like pop-ish country songs this dude's name is kid g k-i-d-d and then g and uh like, I I listened to this song that he has with uh, Lil Uzi Vert called uh, Teenage Dream 2. And it just like, I was like, God damn, this is like catchy as hell.
1: Wait, like uh, Teenage Dream, like Katy Perry?
0: Yeah, I think that's like the vibe. It's like, this is our sequel to Katy Perry's song Teenage Dream. And it's just called Teenage Dream 2 by uh, Kid G featuring Lil Uzi Vert. And uh, I Googled this guy after listening to it. And, like, the top articles that came up when you Google Kid G is just like, ugh, country music does not need another, like, wannabe country rapper. Get this guy out of here. And I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to him even harder. That's a bad
1: take. Yeah, that makes me want to listen to him
0: even more. Exactly. So I was just like, all right, fuck yeah. And so, like, I'm not saying there's incredible depth to his music, like, but... It's catchy as hell, and I like it. And uh, so I've been I've been listening to a lot of his songs. Uh, he's got let's see, one album called Down Home Boy. That's like got like four or five songs that I just can't get out of my head. So I've been jamming to it quite a bit. Uh, so that's my that's my recommendation, Down Home Boy by Kid G. But most more specifically, just check out this guy. He's he's got some fun music, and uh, country music
1: hates him. I tell you what, I don't know much about Kid G, but I just Googled him, and the top hit is a song called Dirt Road, which means he's clearly a very country person. Uh, He's got all the accolades that are necessary.
0: His album cover for this is just, like, him on, like, an ATV that's, like, stuck in the mud, and, like, just, like, one wheel just stuck in there, and he's just, like, standing on the ATV, so he's very, like, Georgia, so... Anyway, check them out if you're so inclined. But that's my recommendation. Thank you all for listening to our podcast. Y'all are dope. Sorry we We will be back. We will be
1: back. We will not be stopped, just like Von Miller's Halloween party cannot be stopped or blamed.
0: So, don't sweat that small stuff.